Today on April WhatsApp, we're going to educate you guys on the Israeli occupation of Palestine. We're going to, you know, learn the history of it, what's happening right now, and then we're going to give our opinions on it as well. However, disclaimer, mm-hmm. no matter how you want to look at this so-called conflict, it is heavily tied to religion. So I urge you guys to really um, listen to this podcast with an open mind and try to understand the angles that we're coming from because we have tried our best to get the facts right and also uh, try to put it in a way where it's easy for you guys to understand. Now, if you're ready for that, let's go. Guys, welcome back to Abel WhatsApp. Hello. I am your host Nabil Jazz. I'm Shafiq. Sorry, <laughs> Shafiq, like this yep. like Yes, um, and he's Shafiq. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Abel WhatsApp. As mentioned in the intro just now, yes, we are going to talk about the Israeli occupation of Palestine. And again, to summarize, uh, what we're going to do throughout this whole podcast is that we're going to talk to you about the history of the Zionist movement and how it came into the picture and how that movement went inside or came inside Palestine, you know. And then we're going to talk about um, how Hamas came to the picture. Who is Hamas? And also, we are going to talk about the significant events leading up to today. We're going to talk about what's happening today and then also give our opinions here and there wherever it's relevant. Right, Shafiq? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. So... Where do you want to start? Let, let, let's talk about the Zionist movement. Yeah, let, let's, let's start to understand who are the Zionists and how they came into the picture. So from what I've read, you know, what we've read, and I've also asked some um, uh, historians, like history teachers, or even like my own religious teacher who studies Islamic history. And what I came to understand of what the Zionist movement is that it started way back in the 1800s, you know. This Zionist movement has long been on the face of the earth and it started in the 1800s. So, in around 1890s, around the 1880s, 1890s, a group of Jewish people came together and had this idea of a Zionist movement because they believed that they needed to get, um, they needed to form a country for the Jews themselves. So they came mm. together and decided that they needed to form a country for the Jews. Um, they decided to find because you must remember that uh, you must take note that at the time, all these people, all the Jews, uh, they don't have a country. Uh, Israel ha- did not exist yet, and they were rough. They were like sep- what do you call it? Dispersed all around the world. So they felt that the Jews needs to come together and form their own country, and. Long story short, the reason they chose Palestine as the place is because of um, the state or the place that we now know as Jerusalem. Now, what is so significant about Jerusalem and that is tied heavily into the Jewish religion 
and also uh, Islamic religion. So the Jews believe that their prophets from way before their time um, were at um, Jerusalem there and they felt that because of that, they had the right to, they claim that they have the right to that land and therefore they needed to set up a place there. And again, the history is very, very long and complicated. But long story short, they managed to get a place inside Palestine and managed to set up a state after the fall of the Ottoman Empire. So the reason why during that period of time they couldn't get a place inside Palestine was that the Ottoman Empire was really uh, against Palestine, uh, against the Jews having a land in Palestine. But after the fall of the Ottoman Empire and with the support of the British Empire, Jews managed to form a state inside Palestine, which they call it the State of Israel. And then, slowly, um, after the First World War, after they had a state, after the Second World War, they declared independence not long after. And this was after the British let go of Palestine. After the British let go of the state of, uh, of the country of Palestine, because Palestine was under the British Empire, after the British let go, they left their weapons to the Jews. And in 1944, they formed a Jewish brigade. And this Jewish brigade was, uh, um, in a way, so-called army of faction formed by the, from the agreement between the people in the state of Israel, the small state of Israel, and Britain. And then after that, not long after they declared independence as a country inside Palestine, after that, they started fighting, you know. They started fighting and then the UN, at that point of time, decided to partition that land. So roughly they gave the land 45% towards Palestine and the other towards Israel. Everybody in the UN, including the USA, back then the Soviet Union, all agreed to that partition except for Palestine. Um, Palestine and some Arab countries, they did not agree with that. So, not long after that, started the Arab-Israeli War of 1948. After that war, that's when uh, both countries were split up into what we roughly know now as Gaza and the West Bank. And then after that, um, again in 1967, the Arabs and the uh, the Israelis fought again in the Six-Day War. And then after the fight in June 1967, Israel held occupied territories including the West Bank, Golan Heights and the Gaza Strip. And then it is still considered occupied after the 2005 disengagement, although some legal experts dispute this claim. So basically what that means is that after the Six-Day War, Israel illegally occupied more and more land and until it becomes what we know now as the occupied territories inside West Bank and Gaza. And despite many, many calls for um, and many, many disagreements for Israel to move out of those occupied territories, some still claim that they have the right to those land while some say, no, they don't have the right to those land. So that's a very, very quick history of what is going on. Obviously, if you want to know more, you should uh, read more and watch some videos. I believe, um, if I'm not wrong, Vice, they have a documentary on the history of uh, the Zionist movement, everything. Um, 
for you to look for you to watch and i think they did a very well to cover that um but what i've mentioned to you today is just a brief history of when the Zionist movement started how they came into palestine and how it expanded until the israel we know now some of other significant things happening um till uh between then and today was the lebanon crisis so the lebanon crisis is when um Israel and Palestine fought uh, inside Lebanon territory and back then um, uh, what's that Palestine was defended by the PLO or the Palestine Liberation Organization and you have also to take note that Palestine didn't really had an army rather this PLO was just like a government or a representative the Palestine sends to the UN so every time when the UN has a meeting this PLO will be the representative of them and then um they also have like a bit of a, like a small defense system set up in Palestine which the PLO sets up lah but they don't really have an army army per se with all the um technological advancements that the Israel military has so this Lebanon f- uh, crisis no Lebanon crisis this conflict in Lebanon started in 1978 and the um fought inside the Lebanon territory lah basically and then again leading up this war has been going on ever so often until Hamas came into the picture now when Hamas came into the picture this is um, it really changed the whole um, complexity of this uh, conflict if you want to put it that way Hamas started in 1980 so it is like a militant group that came into the picture and they are uh, the aim of the Hamas militant group is to defend Palestine and to protect the Palestinian rights from the occup uh, from the Israel occupation so basically they are there to fight the aggressors which are Israel which is Israel so that's what Hamas is okay so now Hamas is a Palestinian Sunni Islamic fundamentalist but pragmatic military and national nationalist organization where they uh, basically want to kick out Israel and give back what is uh Palestinians right so they want to kick out Israel and or in noun sense it's more of defending Palestinians from Israeli attacks because yes they started off with the intention of kicking out Israel but you know Hamas started off with nothing as you know Palestinians had nothing um they and that's that's when all the things came about about how Palestinians started to fight with stones and sticks because that's actually how Hamas started they didn't really had the equipments for it but then slowly they got um they got those equipments and then now they could fight back but in a way as much as Hamas was able to develop their uh, equipments and get something more powerful Israel already light years ahead of what Hamas can do to Israel. So that is one thing you guys have to take note about. And this one it really shows the difference between capabilities and it shows the difference between powers between Israel and Palestine. And then in, in between there was a lot of fights happening in 2014 there was a fight between Hamas and Israel and it all rolls down into what's happening today. So Shafiq will share with us what is going on right now.
Okay, so basically the like Nabi said earlier, this conflict between Israel and Palestine has been going on for like how many years since like it was since forty eight, nineteen forty eight, the mm-hmm. conflict. Like what eighty years? So eh, yeah, I think it's like eighty, like seventy plus to eighty years. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So basically, like like we said, the the war has been going on for war. The like conflict has been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. But what suddenly sparked it out again? Mm-hmm. Well, basically this year it started from the. I don't know if you all heard it. It's about the Sheikh Jarrah. Yeah. It's basically a neighborhood in the Israel. Is is in the Israel territory mm-hmm. that that Palestinians live in. I mean, you can also say it's inside Palestinian territory nah, no, that Israel live in. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Israel just steals like territory from Palestine. But okay. <laughs> Uh, so basically, this what was basically happening in Sheikh Jarrah is there's this group of people, the Israeli settlers. Mm-hmm. Their aim is just to evict Palestinians from the neighborhood. Yeah. To to reduce the number of Palestinians living in the area. Yeah. That's literally that 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 only aim. The only aim is to just get rid of Palestinians in the area. And this uh, action can be considered under the Zionist movement. Because that mm. was what the Zionists intended in the first place to remove every Palestinian, to ensure that they have a place for Jews themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, their goal is literally just to increase the number of Jews in the area. That's all. Yeah. And one thing about the settlers, right? I don't. Pe- even Israelis, like people, like actual Israelis, they actually hate the settlers. They feel mm-hmm. that their mm-hmm. methods are way too in inhumane, yeah, immoral, yeah. So, uh basically, Israelis don't even support the settlers like in what they're doing with Sheikh Jarrah itself. Mm-hmm. And then mm. uh, so I've watched the sorry, uh, uh, to cut you off. I yeah, watched okay. a documentary with Vice, another documentary from Vice that was released only what um on Friday, if I'm not wrong, Friday or Thursday. It was a very recent documentary, and it. I think it covered the whole conflict really well. And then they interviewed the foreign, you know, sorry, not foreign, the mayor of Jerusalem, right? And he asked the question, she asked the question to the mayor of, would you like to see a Jerusalem with only Jews and no Palestinians? And he, and he said yes. So he, as the representative of the people in Jerusalem, said that yes, he wants to see a whole Jerusalem with no Palestinians and just Jews. And that's exactly their aim, to cleanse out every Palestinian there is and leave it for the people of Jews or Israel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this racial cleansing was literally like the spark for this uh, conflict to sign erupt like mm-hmm. throughout the news and stuff. Mm-hmm. So after the eviction, we have the Al-Aqsa incident, right? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, now you want to explain the Al-Aqsa thing because I feel like you you know about it better. So basically, um, what happened after the Sheikh Jarrah incident where um, the Israeli settlers decided to kick out people living inside, uh, kick out the Palestinians living in Sheikh Jarrah, people started protesting. The Palestinians started protesting against the Israeli settlers and what did the Israeli do? They attacked Al-Aqsa because they know 
every Muslim inside Palestine has a soft spot for Al-Aqsa. So what is so significant about Al-Aqsa is that it is one of the holiest places and I think it is what is like the third most holiest place in uh, in the world for Muslims all around the world. Because Al-Aqsa is the first Qiblat for every Muslim. So what is the Qiblat? is where the Muslims will face to pray, to do their daily prayers. And like right now the Qibla is um, Mecca, uh, Medina deh. Eh, tu betul ke tak eh? Hmm. Betul kan? Mecca kan? Eh, yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. Aku takut aku tersalah cakap. Okay, delete that part eh. So, right now the Qiblat is at Mecca. But, um, back then, before before Mecca, it was Al-Aqsa. The area there mm-hmm. was um, the Qibla for all Muslims around the world. And it's also the place where our Prophet, Prophet uh, Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam does his does his prayers with every rasul and that is what the uh, the muslims believe in so that is the significance of um al-aqsa so now because of this everyone uh, the the israel know how um, significant al-aqsa is for the muslims and how sensitive it is to all of us and hence they started attacking that place to divert the attention from Sheikh Jarrah to Al-Aqsa and they started attacking Al-Aqsa and all the people who are peacefully praying inside so the conflict was even more it got even the Palestinians even more annoyed and irritated because it was during the month of Ramadan so during the month of Ramadan it is the most one of the most holiest months of the Muslim calendar and people were doing their night prayers inside. And without any... Um, Palestinians not doing anything at all, just doing and praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Israel's, uh, the Israel armed forces, the IDF, came in and started throwing bombs and started pushing everyone out of the mosque itself. And that was really, really um, messed up. Lah. And that's what they started to do. And yeah, that's basically what happened from Sheikh Jarrah to Al-Aqsa. You want to continue, Shafiq? Hmm. <coughs> What's after? Hamas. Uh, after that is the Hamas. The, the Hamas, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so basically, as you can see, the the Israelis were literally attacking the Palestinians, mm-hmm. and so basically, uh, after that, obviously the Hamas, which is the Palestinian military group figure. Yeah. yeah, like military, like power or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had to I- retaliate, lah. Mm-hmm. They so obviously they they shot rockets at the I- Israelis, mm-hmm. but uh, with Israel with Israel's technology, right, they can actually like defend themselves like really well. Yeah, from the rockets. And the thing, yeah, so I literally, ah, huh? sorry, continue first. Yeah, no, like so, so, so basically. The, the the rockets that the the Palestinians uh, set out didn't do much and only killed like two people. Yeah, because um, I think something to take note also is that because Ga- uh, because Palestine is split into Gaza and the West Bank, right? Uh, Hamas is based in Gaza. The mm. attacks and the protests were happening in the West Bank. West Bank. So mm-hmm. after Hamas got the news of the attacks in West Bank. Hamas sent out their rockets from Gaza all the way 
to the land inside um, the West Bank around there and also the nearby Israel uh, states, nearby Israel places and launched an attack there. And the conflict got even worse when Israel attacked back by attacking Gaza and started bombing everything in Gaza, like literally everything and everyone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, like, like we said, uh, as as you can see from like that one incident, right? You can tell that there's a difference, like in the ability between both countries. Mm-hmm. Like, Palestine has like zero to little, like firepower compared to Israel. Mm-hmm. Compared to Israel, because they have like technology that that is like backed up by. <laughs> yeah, you know lah, the country lah. I mean, uh, like, I, 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 I don't. I, I think it's no longer a secret who yeah backs Israel them, yeah. in all this conflict, and then um, I think every news knows every news outlet has put it out there how much um, the United States have funded Israel in terms of their military, although they don't directly say that we're funding this to fight the war. It's obvious, right? When it goes, when the funds are going into the Israel military, who else would it go? Mm-hmm. Uh, where else would that money go to, right? Like, if it's not the fight that they are currently uh, doing yeah. right now, and then, yeah, yeah, continue first. Oh, and like, like, United the US has been like backing them. Like, it's it's not like off recent, you know. Is mm-hmm. they they have been getting backed up by the US for like I don't know how many presidents ago. Yeah, and it's still ongoing. It's been years and years, you know. Yeah, and the Palestinians, do they really have any support? No. No. Yeah. So so they they're basically defenseless against Israel. Yeah, it, and it's it's hard for Palestinians to get any support because uh, even the Arab countries around it they are aiming to support. In, in this very complex political society, right? It is so difficult to go against um, what Israel is doing because Israel and America are best buddies, you know, they are best buddies. And you know how everything the world does revolves around USA, you know, whether you like it or not, it revolves around USA. And then if any country were to oppose what's going on there, I don't know, possible... Um, Economic and political um, damages can happen to that specific country because of USA, and you do. I think we guys know how much power USA has over, in control of this world, lah. And it's no longer a secret. Everyone knows. Even the people inside USA knows how much wrong that they are doing, in terms of backing up mm. Israel. And I see here from um, UNICEF's Instagram page. Um, this is what they say. In Gaza, at least 60 children have been killed and another 444 have been injured in less than 10 days. Nearly 30,000 children have been displaced and estimated 250,000 children need mental health and protection services. At least four health facilities and 40 schools have been damaged. Some 48 schools, most of them run by the UNRWA, which is a UN-run non-profit organization helping out there are being used as emergency shelters for families seeking refuge from the violence. You see, Israel is trying to justify what they do, just trying to justify the attacks and say that, oh, it's because Hamas are attacking us, we have the right to defend. But 
Hamas are the one attacking you. Why are you bombing children? Why are you why is it why are you ruining civilian places? Why are you killing innocent children and men who literally have nothing against you, who have no weapons yeah. or anything to fight against you? Mm. Yeah, yeah, especially I'm pretty sure a lot of you have seen the videos where the Palestinians were praying and yeah. the Israeli soldiers were literally just there like laughing it off while throwing tear gas at them while they're fucking praying which is obviously inhumane they can't do anything against you y'all have guns y'all are armed yeah they are literally there just to pray yeah and you know yeah, it, so what it's so messed up because like I think if you see uh, if you see all the videos coming out from Israel Palestinian protesters come with nothing but themselves and maybe a, a rock in their hand or maybe just yeah. themselves in civilian clothing this IDF mm-hmm. right come in with like fucking bulletproof vests they come with helmet they come with boots fully equipped with guns everything why why mm. what are you so afraid yeah. of like what can these people who are literally not equipped with any weapon do to you guys like you see you see how much superiority the IDF has over the innocent Palestinian people it's uh, You know, even even like, thinking about it is like they messed up. You legit like. Yeah. And have you have you seen the videos where, where there was a kid, that had to like, run all the way from like one end to the other just to see his his dad's corpse. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just because of the fucking Israelis. Yeah. Yeah. And and there was also another kid right that like, com- committed suicide. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Because yeah. I think it's been spreading around on Twitter. The, yeah, the the family is gone already. Yeah, because uh, I think in that Twitter post, I think maybe a lot of you would have seen it. Is that the people, uh, was that the Israel forces have been attacking Gaza so much that almost his whole generation is gone from his face. Gone. It started yeah. with like his dad, then he started with his siblings, and after that, lastly, his mom this year. And he has nothing left, and you can imagine how much of trauma a small child goes through. And then now, yeah, exactly. you guys are probably thinking, yeah, yeah, you're only talking about Palestine. This is very one-sided, you know. Let, ask yourself, ask yourself, how much damage has Hamas did to Israel? You see, yeah, uh, mm. the damage that Hamas has did to Israel, they have only managed to ever kill like only what two percent. Oh, yeah, less than ten. Yeah, it's a single digit. Yes, yeah. there has been some casualties, but the amount of casualties, as compared to Palestine, is yeah. on just on another different level. You know, it's just different level. The the like like we said earlier, Palestine has like zero to little military power compared to Israel. Yeah, so you're basically just beating up a defenseless country. And like, bro, they. I think what if I'm not wrong, they are like second to the USA. If I am not wrong, they are like the second to the USA. That's how freaking powerful they are. That's how freaking um, I don't know. Macam bullying little kid lah. Well equipped they are in terms of armies around the world, and then you're using mm-hmm. all these forces that is supposedly meant to fight off against people. Who are almost the same level as them, but no, 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 they're fighting. Yeah, they're comparable, uh, yeah. Exactly, they're fighting like poor, pe- uh, poor children. They're fighting uh, 
poverty-stricken mm-hmm. places like Gaza, uh, what's the purpose? And th- that's why I cannot take it when anyone tries to defend Israel. I am so sorry. Like, I cannot take it when anyone tries to defend Israel. You cannot... And Yeah. Yeah, you cannot defend Israel in any way. Yeah, Shafiq, sorry. No, and like, you, you've seen the, the number of protests around the world. Everyone everyone is literally showing support for Palestine because we know that Palestine are defenseless and they literally have like no no hope against like Israel to win. Yeah. You've seen protests in what in the US, in the in France, in UK Germany. Yeah, UK. That shows how many people are in are supporting Palestine, you know. Is that is that not enough to show who's at the wrong? Yeah. It is no secret. It is absolutely no secret to um that Israel is doing everything possible in this world in terms of laws, in terms of whatever written on stone, written in stone, right? That they are against mm-hmm. humanity. They are against international law and everything right yes. to humans. Because mm-hmm. okay, you see, yeah, you see. I what I find funny is that Israel is using social media to its fullest to try and skew people's mindset and try to make themselves the victim. I think I saw one of these videos where Israel posted um, about how you have 15 seconds to do something. Then they show like, oh, you have 15 seconds to eat, 15 seconds to run or something. I don't know. And then the last part is like, you have 15 seconds to run away from Palestinian rockets. Like, fam, that video was so well created. It was like a Nike advert advertising for a new shoe and you post it on TikTok. Like, logic, uh, if you're in a fucking crisis, if your city is getting bombed left, right and center, do you have the fucking time to sit down and create such a well-edited video, such well... um. A, a video with such good camera work. No, you don't have time. Look at the Palestinian videos. It's actual raw footage. No edits, nothing. You, They have no time for that. They just record and post. But what was Israel doing? They have the time to edit. Lah. Wow, still got 15 seconds to do something. Still have like backstory today. What is that? What is that, fam? What are you trying to do? And have you seen Israel trying to attack what? Gigi and Bella Hadid for voicing their um, opinions um, because they are against Israel like did you catch that Shafiq? Uh, I didn't see them talking about the Hadiths uh, but I've seen the Hadiths protesting uh, so yeah. yeah so I think we all know that the um, is it Bella Hadith is it Gigi or Bella? I, Bella I saw Bella yeah she went on a protest right she went with uh, every Palestinians to protest and because she mentioned about her Palestinian roots as well and then mm-hmm. The Israel official Twitter account, I say again, uh, the Israel official Twitter account decided to post something on Twitter, tag Bella Hadid and said how um, she was anti-Semitic, she was against Jews because she was pro-Palestine and then on the sub-tweet, she's, um, the account stated like, oh, if you guys didn't know what she said was, from the river to the city, from the river to the sea, free Palestine, which means that she wants every Jew wiped out. Like, okay, first of all, how how did you get the link between from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, 
to wanting Jews to be wiped out. There's legit no link between that phrase and yeah. the message that the Israel is trying to convey. And secondly, mm-hmm. why are you so... Um, if you if you know you're in the right, why are you so triggered by the fact that Bella Hadid is protesting against you? Why why are you like, you know, instead of trying to like actually post something to show your your people there are like dying and say no, you like try to attack a, um, you're trying to attack a A star celebrity for saying that like, is that really how petty you are? And it's more than that. Like oh my god, it's embarrassing if you see what Israel official Twitter account is doing, is doing in Twitter like. Okay, if, do you guys know what's happening in Malaysia, right? So Malaysia has... So Malaysia is a very pro-Palestinian country. Everyone there is very pro-Palestinian. And they have like... Um, the netizens there have attacked Israel every possible opportunity on Twitter. It came to the point where the people of Israel had to... Resp- like the authorities of Israel had to respond to those tweets. And they were like... Thank you, Malaysia, for blah 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 blah, or something like that, because they are like, I, I don't know lah. They are like triggered by it or something. Like, what the heck? Is that really how you defend yourself against all this hate? If you know you're, if you know if you're in the right. And I don't know lah. You can basically see how Israel probably knows they're in the wrong. I mean, they definitely know they're in the wrong. Yeah. And and yet they they are still trying like spread the idea that they are right and Palestine is the one that's attacking them. Mm-hmm. And like, like we said, uh, like Israel's, uh, Israel's, like, they're thinking, right? They're, they're like, fucking Karens, you know? <laughs> I'm not even kidding, sir. it's like, like, you, you I, I saw a Twitter post, they, they basically just compared, uh, uh Israel shoots rockets uh, uh, through tear gas at people praying. Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing. Then Palestinians throw rocks. Oh, shit, we are being attacked. Yeah. Oh, like... Oh, oh my God. The, the way they play victim, right? It's... Yeah. It's like your toxic ex-girlfriend, you know? It, it, it's that kind of shit. <laughs> You'll find every possible way to show that they are the ones suffering when in actuality yeah. they're like... They're doing f- yeah. fine. They're doing fine. Have you seen the difference yeah. between Gaza and Tel Aviv? The, the supposedly um, yeah, major there, there was a picture. You yeah. can see that like Gaza is in like in like fucking ruins. Yeah, rubbles left like, and right. Rubble. Yeah, you can see rubble everywhere. Then you see Tel Aviv is like oh, it's still standing up, like beautifully. Yeah, yeah. What the heck? But and somehow I think the thing is right. Israel is not even like trying to hide. That the, they're, they're wrong, right? the war crimes that they're doing recently they just bombed an Al Jazeera building you know a, a media building a building which contains all the media outlets inside. they decided to bomb it so what so that people in Palestine have no way of sourcing Can't their things the yeah. right, they cannot see the news they cannot spread their information in the news nothing and then they're not even trying to hide that they're doing that and then Mm. They still expect to see uh, let and the make the world see like they are what in victim no, Hamas didn't bomb any Israel um, media buildings no it was Israel bombing Palestinian mm. media buildings you know. Mm-hmm. So basically now, now apparently they they are 
they did they had ceasefire right when, when was <laughs> it on Saturday wait was it, when was it Friday 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 right yeah you probably hit it on Monday so like 3 days ago yeah the 11 day conflict right for a part of time it ended between the Gaza and Israel yeah apparently But Hamas and Israel like agreed Yeah. Um, to do a ceasefire and that was initiated by Egypt yeah yeah but but, but it's only f- between Hamas and Israel yeah because literally yeah, the so day after that the IDF walked into yeah. Al-Aqsa and started bombing people there again like yeah they 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 had a truce with Gaza yeah sure there's like one part of Palestine but then the next day they straight away attacked the other part of Palestine which is like on the other side yeah the fucking upper West, West Bank the West Bank Yeah. Like what's 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 the fucking point of a ceasefire if you are still trying to attack innocent people praying at Al-Aqsa Mosque? Well, is is the yeah. act of a ceasefire just to okay Hamas you stop attacking us so that we can attack your innocent people without you retaliating? Is that what a ceasefire is? Stopping the retaliation? It doesn't make sense. And the world gets to know yeah. this, you know. The world knows about this, you know. And like Bro, they're not even hiding it. They're not even trying to hide it in any way possible. And well, but but, yeah, but you know what I'm thankful for though. What? Like you know how like we said that this has been going on for like seventy to eighty years, right? Yeah. That I feel like this year is like the first time I actually like understand things about like what's happening between them. Yeah. And I yeah, think that's because yeah. of social media. Yes, bro. Social media has been such a influential such a major platform in trying to get to people to realize right. that Palestine is the one suffering and ethnic uh, cleansing is happening right I think without social media I wouldn't know about this shit I wouldn't even be able to help out the people there exactly like thank thank like thank uh, thankful for like like the stories right like you know mm-hmm. if you go to the, if you go to Instagram people will be like reposting stuff like stories yeah, yeah. and I think all of you yeah. listening right would have probably like seen so many of posts from various Instagram pages trying to um, raise awareness of what's happening in Palestine. And I think mm-hmm. there's been a lot of it. And this podcast is just mostly of us trying to give our views on it, you know, and maybe summarize everything because I bet you guys have uh, are more than aware of what's happening around the world. But it's just, it's just that, like, wow. I am, like, yeah. amazed by how much Um, social media has impacted uh, what's that And impacted people around the world lah the, like the awareness lah yeah 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 like and like us in Singapore we probably can't do much right at most we can uh, I mean I I donated to like some of the organizations there mm-hmm. but like the least you can do is actually just to share yeah yeah to make sure that people like keep like keep in mind about what's happening in like, like in Palestine exactly no I mean because if we for, if we just one day you know one day of us like forgetting about it right they could literally fucking get bombed again yeah people could have forgotten could. about this after the ceasefire but look what happened next day yeah and like amongst all the things you should be thankful for right I think there's one person you shouldn't thank lah and that is the USA have you seen like how the Egypt the Egyptian president LCC freaking tanked the Joe Biden administration for its incredible diplomatic actions to stop the fight against uh, to stop the fight between Hamas and Israel like I ask you lah does he really 
is he really to be thankful for, you know, with all his actions? He's the one, like, giving money to Israel. He's the one, like, since the start of the day, has been saying that, oh, Israel has the right to defend itself. He will be full support of Israel. Is that, like, really something you should be thankful for? Just because he sent out a few diplomats to help resolve the situation, he's finally the hero? I don't think so, man. And then I think people are starting to realize that, that that's not the case, you know? Yeah. And even after this, you know, like like what Shafiq said, uh, we shouldn't forget about it. Uh. And I don't I, I think this thing is not only happening in um Palestine, you know, I think we shouldn't forget about the Uyghur Muslims. We shouldn't forget about the Rohingya Muslims. All yeah. these people are going through Oh in China. Yeah. yeah, in China and Myanmar, all these people are going through an almost similar fate. These people are being oppressed in their countries. Uh, mainly from being Muslims but the thing about ones in Palestine is that it's not about only being Muslims but they want to ethnic cleanse everyone related to Palestine like everyone because you must realize in Palestine it's not only Muslims that there are Jewish Palestinians there are Christian Palestinians everyone of different religions are in Palestine and what? how else are you going to justify what Israel is doing right? And I think, right, mm. finally, one last point I want to bring up before we end this podcast is that anti-Zionism does not equal to anti-Semitism. Like, this idea of if you're being anti-Zionism, that means you're being racist towards Jews and you are against Jews, has to go. It, that mindset has to go. That is not the case, you know. Zionism is a movement, like I explained to you just now, is a movement where people want to make a country and expand this, uh, their country and expand their movement using Jewish beliefs. Jews, on the other hand, do not believe in this. And I think you've seen a lot of videos how there are many Jews out there opposed to what Israel is doing, opposed to what the Zionist movement is even in the USA they are so-called orthodox Jews against Israel for what they're doing to Palestine because they know it's wrong Jews do not represent Zionism as much as Zionism does not represent all the Jews but that is what the Israel media is doing what the Israel media is trying to enforce and ingrain in every one of you and is that if you're against Zionism you're against Jews that is not right we have to educate ourselves on what Zionism is and what the Jews really, really believe for. Not all Jews are like the Zionists, and that that doesn't give us the reason to be racist towards all Jews, you know. No, I believe there are many Jews out there who are against what Israel is doing, you know. Anti-Zionism, being anti-Zionistic, or being anti-Zionist, is being against the movement and the government of Israel. See, the government of Israel. When we mention Israel, it's the government and not all the people. Some of them, like Shafiq said, do not agree with what Israel is doing. That's what we have to keep in mind. And same for Hamas. Hamas does not represent all Palestinians. Some mm. Palestinians maybe disagree with Hamas. But some Palestinians agree with Hamas and what they're doing. But then, it is not about whether uh, it's everyone, it's every Palestinian under Hamas or it's every Jews under Zionism. It's about saying what is wrong what is wrong and what is wrong here is what and it's what Israel is doing under the so-called Zionist movement and that is what you guys should 
remember and be wary of. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add, Shafiq? Uh, I mean, just keep spreading the news about what's happening in Palestine, uh, be it on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, whatever platform you use. Like share with your friends, families. Yeah, share this podcast as well. They, they, yeah, sh- yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> share this podcast as well. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, our hearts are always with Palestine right now. Uh. Yeah. Like, And everyone who's oppressed. Obviously, we, we're not there. Mm-hmm. So we, we can't show like, our direct support. But we are still showing support from wherever we are. And for those of you uh, on Twitter, uh, fucking annoying. Uh, you're complaining about, oh, no raya... Oh, why, why, why we had to why dining, why no more dining, whatever. People in Palestine are fucking struggling to even mm-hmm. s- walk out of their homes, you know. Yeah, I don't even know if they still have homes. You know? Now, fam, even in their homes, they will not be safe, man. Even in their homes, they can be right. bombed to the ground. And y'all are complaining about the little things. Have some compassion for the people there. I mean, okay, yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, for for us, oh, we cannot dine in. Oh, so sad. Shut the fuck up. Just fucking stay at home better, right? Yeah. Better than making new clusters. <laughs> at least right now, <sighs> we are, at least in Singapore, we are trying to just fight against COVID. Uh, and not fight against armed artillery personnel, you know. You know we're, we're fighting against COVID and you just have to stay at home. And you'll be safe, hopefully. But in Palestine, mm. these people, even if they stay at home, they don't, they go out or whatever lah. Wherever they go, there's a possibility of them dying. They're never safe. Exactly. The the Israel army can literally just barge into their homes like easily, just like that. Yes. So, please continue spreading the awareness. Continue posting mm. every video you find. Again. You cannot be tired of this. There's no such thing as, oh, I'm so tired of hearing what's going on in Palestine. I'm so tired of what's going on. Wherever around the world, bro, you're living in the 21st century. Social media is there. You're bound to see this. And as human, as human, it doesn't matter your race, religion, your beliefs or whatever. As a human, you want everyone to be happy. You want everyone to be safe and live a life with basic rights. And if you see anyone without getting basic rights, Stand up for them. I, I'm not asking you to go to the country and fight. No. You don't even have to send in money if you don't have it. The least you could do is that with your phones, spread out, spread the news. Educate people, educate mm-hmm. yourself on what's happening. And yeah. and I think hopefully we have done a good job today in trying to educate you guys a bit of what's going on in Palestine. I mean, we left, we've also probably left some things out. Yeah, that we could have forgotten some things. Yeah, that just shows there's so many things going on that we can't cover everything. Yes, yes, there's too many things going on, and we have mm. tried to cover as much as we can. So, if you guys want to know more, please do read up on what's going on. Ask people who are knowledgeable about this. Go to YouTube. A lot of knowledgeable people are out there, um, sharing their views on this and make your opinions on that. You know. Mm-hmm. Don't get too skewed by the media because the media are very one-sided sometimes, or sometimes too on the fence, and that cannot and that can be quite bad also lah. So check every source possible and get your facts right, and understand that the people there are being oppressed, you know, and they need your help as much as possible to relay this news to everyone. And like like Shafiq said, the social media has helped 
a lot, you know, like the people in Italy holding up things from going, holding up army things from going into Israel. There's people um, in Leicester, England, where they have managed to stop a factory producing drones that are helping the people in Israel bomb certain places. You know, these things are happening and these things are all of a result of awareness being raised and you guys should not be, uh, what you call that, um, your motivation should not deplete. Rather, these small, mm-hmm. small stories should motivate you guys to further uh, spread this news and spread this podcast mm-hmm. as well. Hopefully, this podcast yeah. can be a good summary for everyone out there who wants to know what's going on in this um, in this uh, Israel occupation of Palestine, this conflict happening right now, you know, probably this podcast, you know, you know, if you know about Instagram, sometimes our podcast might not be put out out there as much. The revenue or the traction gain won't be as much. So please do share it out, spread the the truth out there, and help us get listeners to this podcast so that they know what's actually happening in Palestine right now, and. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to add? Because if not... Ezra, do you have anything you want to say we can pass your message? Yeah. To the people in Palestine, uh, we're with you all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, to me, it's not about which religion I'm supporting, mm-hmm. but like mm. more of like it's the not... ethics and morals like that. Yes, you yes. Have someone that's like superpower mm-hmm. and you're bullying someone that's very small, whether it's justifiable or not. Mm-hmm. And that's all mm. from me and Shafiq today. Um, today is a bit of a somber podcast, you know, but it mm. is meant to be educational and it is meant to be a podcast where you guys learn a bit more about what's happening in Palestine. If not, we'll see you guys yep, next yep, week. Yep. And for more next week. for more episodes from Able What's Up and see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Are you listening to... Yo, what's up? Yes, sir.